Pastor Jim Newsom, this is Truth in the Word on Biblical News Report Talk Radio. It's the 26th day of March 2020. We're broadcasting you today from North Central West Virginia. I want to continue on today in the book of John, beginning around verse 12. Jesus brought before the Jewish authorities. He's uh, been apprehended, arrested, uh, on his way to this particular gathering in to the courtyard of Pilate, the judgment hall of Pilate, and then, of course, to the cross. But before we get into God's word, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. One more time, Lord, to expound your word, the word that's above all things, the word that will go out and not come back void, but will do that which you sent it to do. And we thank you today that we read in your word, you sent your word, which is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He sent him in the flesh. That he lived and he died and he resurrected on the third day, giving us hope, salvation. We thank you today, Lord, for all you've done in our lives. We thank you for your protecting hand. And we just thank you today that you're totally in charge. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. John chapter 18 Beginning around verse 12, Jesus rested, um, and today we're going to talk about him taken before the Jewish authorities. Verse 12 says, Then the band and the captain and the officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him, uh, which that's impossible to do unless he allowed them to do so. The Bible says that he who knew, knew, knew no sin became sin. Jesus was not murdered. He was a living sacrifice. He offered himself. He said, thou preparest for me a body. And he gave his physical body on a cross with the perfect blood flowing through his veins, making him, of course, what John the Baptist said, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the word. I've said it many, many times on this broadcast. Man has one problem. And if sin is addressed, then then men are what they need to be. And the only way that sin is addressed in a man, when I say man, I mean man, woman, boy, and girl, is the blood of Jesus Christ. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. So they brought him before the Jews and they and they bound him. Uh, verse, verse verse thirteen. And led him away to Annas first, and for he was father-in-law to Caiaphas, or Caiaphas, which was the high priest the same year. 
Okay, perhaps uh, many commentators say he was perhaps the head of the Sanhedrin. And the office was no longer for life, but now it was by appointment by civil rulers. In other words, un- under the vote of men. Okay, kind of like the way people get appointed in churches today to pastor. Uh, the Bible says that that they prayed and drew lots for who Matthias, who replaced Judas. So uh, preachers should be brought into a church under the guidance of the Holy Spirit, never by the opinions and the um, the searchings of men, because the Bible says that uh, the man looks on the outside, but God looks on the inside of a man, just like he did between Saul and David. Verse 14, now, now Caiaphas was he which gave counsel to the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. He's the one that made the pronouncement in John 11, verse 49. And one of them named Caiaphas being the high priest that same year said unto them, Ye know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people, that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for the nations. Not for the nation only, listen, but that also he should gather together in one children of God that were scattered abroad. For every man, regardless whether Jew or Gentile, Jesus Christ died for. The Bible says the middle wall of partition was tore down, making man one man in the eyes of Christ. Verse 15. And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. That disciple was known unto the high priest, and went in with Jesus into the into the palace of the high priest. Okay, probably the other the father besides Peter was probably was, was probably John. Remember, John was the only one that stood at the foot of the cross beside the mother of Christ. Verse sixteen, and Peter stood at the door without. Then went out that other disciple which was known unto the high priest, and spake unto her that kept the door and brought in Peter. So apparently John had permission to enter in, but Peter did not. Verse 17. Then said the damsel that kept the door unto Peter, Art thou also one of the man's disciples? Now listen. He saith, I am not. I am not. So John had a right to go go before the high priest or Caiaphas. So Peter was left outside, and it, it was tradition uh, that a woman would be a doorkeeper. Uh, tradition says this woman's name was Balia. And and she was the doorkeeper at the temple or the palace of the high priest. 
But here we had the beginning of uh, the sifting process, which, which Satan did not get done, by the way, but certainly tried, of trying to sift Peter away from Christ. And he denies. And he says, I am not one of this man's disciples. In Acts twelve thirteen, and as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. So here we have, uh, uh, after Pentecost, the doorkeeper was a woman named Rhoda. So it was women that kept the door. Okay. John eighteen eighteen, And the servants and officers stood there who had made a fire of coals, for it was cold, and they warmed themselves. And Peter stood with them and warmed him. Self. So here we have Peter uh, taking up, standing around with the enemies of the Lord. Um, we had we had the beginning of his perpetual fall, or uh, that which Satan certainly had a plan where Peter would be completely taken out. But we remember that Jesus said. When Satan tries to sift you, I will pray for you. And when thou art restored, he says, come and pray for those around and about you. So Jesus knew the outcome would be that Peter would be restored. Because Peter was broken and contrite. The only spirit that God receives is a broken and a contrite spirit. Never, never can he receive a proud spirit. Uh, men must be broken before God. Men must be humbled before God. The Bible says, humble yourself before God, and in due time, you will be exalted. John eighteen nineteen. The high priest then asked Jesus of his disciples and, and, and of his doctrine, so they question him on his authority. Uh, who gave you the right to collect these men or draw these men under yourself? And uh, by what authority do you preach these new doctrines? Uh, why do you set yourself up as a reformer, so to speak? And he was looking for something to to hang on the Lord. But as, as we know, all during this process, Jesus is an innocent man. It had to be that way. He was an innocent lamb of God. There was no guile found in his mouth. He did nothing wrong. He was the perfect lamb of God. And uh, history says that all this was done at night, which is contrary to the law of the Jew. So everything was kind of out of order. Uh, they hated him. They uh, hated his doctrine. They hated what he stood for. Uh, he didn't mince words with them. He called them what they were. He said, you're the father. He said, your father is the devil. He said, uh, you keep the outside of the body clean, but on, on the inside, you're empty sepulchers and dead men's bones. In other words, you're living 
on pure religion established by yourself, going about to establish your own righteousness. There was the written law and then the spoken law. They added so many things unto man's doctrines and man's traditions, which is uh, some of them were just plain foolishness and did nothing, nothing to bring a man to Christ or bring a man or reconcile a man to God. The only reconciliation that man has to God is Jesus Christ. In the day in which we're living, we need to be reconciled to God. And uh, listen to me today. The only way that can be done is through the blood of Jesus Christ. One way under the Father, and that's through the Lord and Savior, who Jesus Christ. No other way. You probably get tired of me saying this, but it's just the truth. There's one way to God the Father, and that's through Jesus Christ the Son. Under the under the drawing of the Holy Spirit, which is which in himself is God. It's God's plan that man be redeemed back to him back to God through the blood of Jesus Christ. He's the point of reconciliation. The Bible says one mediator between God and man, and it's the man, Christ Jesus. So we have this process taking place where the Lamb of God, the innocent Lamb of God, is going to go through this process. But before the Jews, for the Jews to Pilate's hall, where he was whipped and beat, taken to a cross, nailed to a cross, died, finished the work, laid in a barred tomb on the third day, was resurrected by the power of Almighty God. A few days later, the Bible declares he ascended into heaven to set by the Father's right hand. That's where we're at right now. He is at the Father's right hand right now, making intercession for me and for you. It's not just knowledge of Jesus Christ. It's your accepting him. It's just not hearing about him or putting a cross around your neck or going to an altar and shaking a preacher's hand or even being baptized. It's do you know Jesus Christ? Is he Lord of your life? The days in which we are living, things have changed drastically. And there's many out there have many opinions of what's going on. But the fact is that the world is racing towards tribulation. This is not the great tribulation. If you want to read about it, read in Revelation, the outpouring of the wrath of God. And I, you know, people say, well, does God have a, wrath, a, a side of wrath? Of course he does. Of course he does. But now is mercy. He's reaching out. His arm is extended. His ear is, is prone to listen to the cries of people. If they will cry on the name of the Lord, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered and shall be set free. Men scrambling for answers. They don't have answers for this pandemic that's going on in the world today. And dare I say that the answer is Jesus Christ, that men would humble themselves before God. Their ways are not going to work. They do what, 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 what is humanly possible in the realm, in, in the realm of good, of good, what wisdom and knowledge and medical teams and things of this nature. Medical ways. 
but healing, the ultimate healing, comes through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, what if you gain this whole world and lose your soul? If, if you haven't noticed, this world is changing rapidly. Uh, the Word of God says, Jesus said, this is just the beginning of sorrows. That word sorrow means travail, birth pangs. Men will wax worse and worse. The love of many shall grow cold. I say this many, many times. But it's just a fact that mankind without Christ is lost. He's the only salvation there is. All of man-made ways and traditions and religions, hundreds of them, thousands of them, doctrines this. and Even inside the church, there's walls and petitions of denominations and different opinions and this church separating himself from this church and and uh, constantly beating you over the head with their doctrine, the church needs to preach Christ. He doesn't say, come unto me, Baptists or Presbyterians or Church of God, or he says, come unto me, you're heavy laden in labor, and I will give you rest. This is a universal call. This is to the man and woman walking down the street. This is the man and woman today that's struggling in a life that doesn't have answers. That's facing things they've never, ever faced before. The song says, in times like these, we need a Savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. And that anchor is Jesus Christ. And the song says, and the anchor holds and grips the solid rock, which is Christ Jesus. He's the answer. He's the answer. Do you know him today? Please don't turn him away. So the mandate of the church is to preach the gospel. This is why Jesus is doing what he's doing. He told them, upon this rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Verse 20. And Jesus answered him, I spake openly to the world I ever taught in the synagogue and in the temple, whether the Jews always resort, and in secret have I said nothing. So he says, why why not why did you not accuse me before the people when I when I was uh, talking? Well, the scriptures declare that uh, they were afraid of the people because he was he he was doing marvelous works. And he said, I've I've said nothing contrary to the law and to the prophets. He spoke of Moses, he 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 spoke of prophets and he said, I've done nothing contrary. He says, I come in the volume of the book. John eighteen twenty one. Why askest thou me? Ask them which heard me, which I have said unto them. Behold, they know what I said. So here we have a battle between darkness and light. Of course, we know the light is the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God is called the Father of lights, which all thing, good things come from him. And, and these people were religious, but as Jesus called them, 
Jesus' words said they were religious devils. Wow. So does Satan have a religion? You better believe he does. All religion, anything that deviates from Jesus Christ, him crucified, is not of God. I don't care what label you put on it. I don't care what you surround it with. I don't care how you paint it up, prim it up. If at the end of the day, if people are not preaching Jesus Christ and him crucified, it's just religion. When men preach traditions, when men operate in legalism where they want to control people by the spirit of guilt, that's not of God. John eighteen twenty two, and when he had thus spoken, one of the officers which stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Answer thou the high priest so, or what he has to say, answer him. So here we have the first uh, the first time that the Lord is 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 struck or hit. By the way, in the name of of religion, and they were looking for a reason because they were angry. They were angry. He had he had messed up their circus. He had uh, revealed him. The Bible says, "Everything that's done in secret shall be revealed." Verse twenty-three. And then Jesus answered him. If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why smitest thou me? Or why do you hit me? Am I am I pushing evil here? Am I not pushing the truth? In Mark fourteen fifty five, when the chief priests and all the council sought for witness against Jesus to put him to death and found none. Okay. Not not only did they want to hit him or smite him. They wanted him dead. They wanted him dead. The hatred for this man, for what he stood for, what he preached, what he taught, the way that the people followed him. The word of God says they thronged him. In other words, they pressed against him. They knew, that many knew he was the Messiah. Peter said on that day, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Simon Barger on the flesh and blood had not revealed the Son to you. But the Spirit has upon this rock I shall build my church in the gates of hell when I prevail against that which I have purchased with my own blood. Verse John eighteen twenty four, And Annas had sent him bound unto Caiaphas, the high priest, And and all this was done before Annas and John in his gospel amidst the trial before Caiaphas. John eighteen twenty five and Simon Peter stood and warned himself. And they said therefore in him, Art not thou also one of his disciples? He denied it and said, I am not. This presents the second denial. 
So just just as Jesus prophesied, Simon, Simon, to get his attention, say his name twice. Satan seeks to sift you like wheat. And the process is on. But we know that this weapon doesn't prosper against Peter. Because the Lord said it wouldn't. The Bible says that Jesus was praying for him. Now listen, Jesus is praying for us today. The Bible says he's forever making intercession for us. John eighteen twenty six. One of the servants of the high priest, being his kinsman, who, whose ear Peter cut off, saith, Did not I see thee in the garden with him? Verse 27, John eighteen twenty seven. Peter then denied again, and immediately the rooster crowed, or crew. Third time. Luke twenty two thirty one, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan have desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat, but I prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not, and when thou are converted, strengthen thy brethren. And he said unto him, Lord, I am ready to go with thee both into prison and to death. And he said, He said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day before thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. So Things are going south, looking at the natural, fast. But we know this is ordained of God. The Bible says that Jesus Christ was crucified from the foundation of the world. So next time he's going to be moved to stand before Pilate's in Pilate's judgment hall. And... I think one thing we can take from from what we read today that just just as Jesus said that that Peter begins to fail, but the grace of God. Now, people say, well, what about what what about Judas? Now, we read several times Jesus gave him several opportunities to make it right, but his heart wasn't right. He didn't make the right choice. You may say, well, he was ordained, okay? Okay. The the, uh, all-knowing God who knows the beginning from the ending knew knew this. But man is a vessel of choice. Choose you this day whom you are going to serve. When we go back to our church, our churches, after this this pandemic ends, I believe that we need to be rededicated to the preaching of the gospel, to lifting up Jesus Christ as the answer, not pointing to our churches and our programs and Everything that we are doing, man's ways, man's isms, but once again, men and women get behind the pulpit and start preaching Christ. Start pointing to him rather than your denomination or your doctrine or your bylaws. Preach Jesus Christ and preach him 
crucified. And Jesus said, when I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. As I said, many have the knowledge of Christ. Many have heard of him. Many, many sit under preaching all the time and, and hear of Christ, but there are many that don't accept him or will not accept him. You have to accept him. You have to receive him as Lord of your life. You must ask him into your heart. I've heard the statement many times the last couple of weeks. I've never seen anything like this. This is what I've heard. My father's 91. He said, I've never seen anything like this. These are the birth pangs coming on the face of the earth. Just as Jesus said they would. And I'd like to tell you it's going to get better, per se, that after this is over, there'll be nothing like this, but that's not what the Bible teaches. Jesus said there'd be wars and rumors of wars, that that famine and pestilence and earthquakes and natural what? Disasters are coming upon the face of the earth more numerous than ever. Jesus said, when you see these things come to pass, look up because you're redemption. So the bottom line today, once again, is do you know Christ? Do you know Jesus Christ when we are reading about today that is being arrested? He will go before Pilate. Pilate will try to release him. The people won't have it. They cried, let his blood be on us. And they crucified him on a Roman cross. Laid in a borrowed tomb on the third day was resurrected, ascended, set by the Father's right hand, and is waiting to come back. That bears repeating. And every word of this book I'm holding in my hand will come to pass. Every jot, every tittle, every T will be crossed, every I will be dotted. And God Almighty will bring it to pass. Let every man be a liar, but let God be the truth, if you don't know Christ today, the Bible says, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Repent of your first works. Make a conscious decision to turn and repent. Denounce evil in your life and ask him to be Lord of your life. And the Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved and shall be delivered. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you today that it won't come back void, but do that what you sent it to do. Lord, I believe there's many crying in their soul today. Lord, what's the answer? You are the answer. You are the answer. Your word says that you overcame death, hell, and the grave. All dominion, all power has been given unto you, all things in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. You're all in all. You're preeminent. You're Lord. And one day you will rule this world. The kings of this world shall become the kings of God and his Christ. And we're heading toward the end of the age. 
And you said in your word, search out our own salvation, trembling him with fear. Well, you said in your word, what if a man gains the whole world and loses his soul? This world has nothing to gain. It's it's not going to be around. It's uh, heading toward the end that you said it would be. I'm going to ask you today, Lord, to give us strength. I'm going to ask you today to work miracles, to heal bodies, to touch minds. Lord, your word still says, by your stripes, we are healed. He was chastised for our peace of mind, bruised for our iniquities. He took it all. He bared it all. You didn't know sin, but yet you became sin. That we don't have to live under the curse of sin. And I thank you for that today. God, I thank you. I praise your holy and your righteous name. Draw today by your spirit. Reach out today and lift up minds and hearts of the people today. Lord, work miracles. And let us learn through this, God. And Lord, lift this thing off this world and let us learn let us draw back to you and we know there's no other name under heaven that a man can be saved except it be through the name of Jesus Christ let our hearts and minds be turned back to you in this day and this age God bring revival Lord, bring revival to America bring reformation to America May the pulpits of your churches in America totally be consumed with the gospel and live by the Holy Spirit. We'll never fail to give you honor and praise. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. Lord is my shepherd. I shall not